Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci. And Scott Jans. This is episode 39, The Tale of Two Trails, interview with Lee Rothermel. On this episode, we speak to Lee Rothermel and hear her motivating views on getting outdoors. Over the last two years, Lee has completed through hiking both the Appalachian Trail and more recently the Pacific Crest Trail. She has worked as a ridge runner in Georgia, though now is employed with Mountain Crossings Outfitters on the AT, which is where we know her from. Lee has inspired us both, as her humble approach is her underlining need to just get outdoors into the nature she loves, with an added bonus, of course, of achieving a set goal. We hope that you enjoy listening to her story, and as the new year approaches, perhaps you'll find in her own words inspiration for yourself to just get out there and explore what you've always yearned to do. Yeah, absolutely. Hey. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself, Lee, um, kind of how your life got you to this point. Um, so I was born and raised just outside of Atlanta. Um after I graduated college from Ole Miss in 2012, I worked in Atlanta for a few years doing cybersecurity, doing the typical desk job and whatnot, <laughs> but decided that I wanted to quit my job and hike the Appalachian Trails. So I did that in 2015, a whirlwind of some other jobs in between that, and then just recently hiked the Pacific Crest Trail. So... Yeah, that's just a brief overview. That's a huge change from cybersecurity. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Did you start out uh, earlier in your life than this hiking, or did you just get into hiking I recently? did, actually. Um, so in middle school, one of the youth advisors at a church that I went to, he invited a few kids on a backpacking trip in the Smokies with him. So that was in April, uh, and it snowed on us, and I only had shorts and a t-shirt, and I was using all this heavy gear that he had just loaned to me. But I loved it out there and had so much fun, and just kind of started backpacking at least twice a year after that, either with him and his friends, or I got my mom into it also. So getting my mom into it was great because she ended up buying a lot of stuff for me <laughs> and <laughs> taking me on cool trips. So uh, yeah, I've been backpacking since middle school and never alone. I never backpacked alone. I would always go like with my mom or her friends. I don't really have any other friends my age, or I didn't growing up that liked to backpack so that was a little hard but you know doing it with my mom and stuff was was awesome what was it about so your first backpacking experience really was like most people's backpacking experience <laughs> yeah. it, it didn't go well but, right. but what the, the the funny thing i find is that um because mine didn't go well Ariane's didn't go well um i think you had a bear in your camp your yeah first backpacking well that experience. and i flooded my tent out yeah. but oh. <laughs> and, you, and you were without gear uh, my sleeping bag yeah. was way too small um so like what but what was it about that trip that inspired you to say you know what I like the outdoors, man. This is something I may want to like, you know, yeah. like check out. I don't know. I guess maybe it was just something inside me clicked. You know, I'd never really been out in the woods like that before. And we walked along a creek and then we also got up onto the ridge and saw beautiful mountain views. And I do remember 
my youth advisor friend, his name was Steve, he said, this is why I come out here. Even though it snowed, even though it was hard, like, look at this. This is why I came out here. I was like, yes, this is amazing. Yeah. I I could see why you like this. I like it too. So, <laughs> That's very cool. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so you went from, um, I'm always going to need a hiking partner. I'm never going to go out and do this by myself, to soloing two national scenic trails. Yeah. <laughs> I don't That's a big really, jump. <laughs> yeah, you know, I... I remember, too, before I hiked the Appalachian Trail, uh, one of my friends, she kind of likes hiking, too, and she had mentioned to me, like, oh, I want to go out, like, one night by myself this weekend and go backpacking, and I was like, no, you can't go out there, you're going to get abducted and whatnot, <laughs> and she was like, oh, come on, I'll be fine, I'm like, no, you can't go out there, and I convinced her not to go, but then, yeah, like, a year later, I was planning to hike the AT by myself. And she's like, what are you doing? Dude, dude like, don't well. you remember what you had told me? Yeah, and she brings that up to this day, too. But, yeah, I guess I just looked online and done research, and I was like, I'll just start around the time a lot of people start so I don't feel too alone. Did you go out, did you solo before you did the AT? Or was that your first overnight backpacking experience by yourself that was actually my first overnight backpacking experience by, by myself yourself. yeah <laughs> and the first time i'd set up the tent that i had too so that was interesting and, but i made it work <laughs> and so the next morning the next morning when you got up after your first solo by yourself did you realize that oh my god nothing i was not abducted yeah and everything is okay i yeah. felt really good you know i was really excited to just keep hiking and i just wanted to hike and i was really excited about it i don't know yeah it felt really good i didn't mind being by myself i guess i did a lot of day hiking by myself so i guess that that helped but uh yeah, I don't know, waking up and packing up and saying see you later all, to all the other people at camp there was kind of liberating. <laughs> so, so yeah, so you're, so you go to researching the Appalachian Trail and say, I'm going to step foot on the Appalachian Trail. I'm going to mm -hmm. go for a long distance hike. Mm -hmm. But what was that moment? What did it feel like to you when you actually went from all that planning to actually stepping foot on the trail for the first time? It was super scary. Honestly, like... It happened really fast, too. I just quit my job, like, not even a week before. And then the day before, moved out of my apartment <laughs> in Atlanta. And I just moved everything back to my parents' house. My parents, like, my room at my parents' house was flooded with all my junk. I barely had a place to sleep on my bed. And I was just crying myself to sleep, like, what am I doing? I'm so scared. <laughs> And then my parents, because, you know, I live in Atlanta, they drove me to the trailhead and dropped me off. And I'm, like, hugging them by, and we're all crying. And it's like, what am I doing? So many but, people start in tears. That sounds yeah, vaguely familiar. Yeah. But I remember once I stepped through, like, went through the arch uh, on the approach trail, I was like, all right, I'm doing this. I'm good. And I just started walking, and I felt great, actually. You know, I cried a lot before, but I was like, now I'm finally doing it, and it feels awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. So how did you, I guess I'm curious as to know, is how you, how did you go from, um, yeah, backpacking seems like it's pretty cool. I think I like the outdoors to, <laughs> I'm going to go hike 2,000, you know, over 2,000 miles through 13 states and be homeless for <laughs> five and a half months. I mean, like, what was that inspiration? Like, what what was it that lit that fire in your belly to say, this is what I want 
this is what I want to do. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, that idea had been in my mind ever since I started backpacking. Just like, wow, I could do this whole thing if I wanted to, and that sounds kind of cool. But, yeah, then once I was working, living and working in Atlanta, just going through the motions of life, I realized that I'm not that kind of person that should be molded like that. You know, I shouldn't just go through the motions. And I like to do adventurous things. And then I figured I would like the Appalachian Trail because I like to be adventurous. So <laughs> and it's a freedom. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's it really, is. you really are truly freedom. Yeah, Free. you know, I made my own schedule. You know, all I had to worry about was getting up and hiking every day. And sometimes I didn't hike every day, take a break and... Yeah, it was liberating. It's like I want to get out of this the norm of life and do this adventure. So, yeah, I'm glad I did. That's very very cool. Yeah. Absolutely. So, a question about both the trails because I'm the, even though both the trails are extremely different from one another, um, there's one underlining element that you have to go through, and and that is mind over matter. You know, mm-hmm. All, over and over and over again. Um, what is the one thing that kept you going mentally throughout both trails? Like, what's the one um, thing that kept pushing you in your mind to keep going for your goal? I don't know. I guess, you know, there were a lot of hard times on each trail, but I just liked the lifestyle of living out in the woods and hiking every day. I just liked hiking, and <laughs> that kind of is what kept me going. It's like, yeah, there would be hard times, but tomorrow I'll wake up and I'll really enjoy the next day. And, you know, just living in nature, living in the mountains and the woods, there's something so freeing about it I guess that and that's what kept me going and you know I have I had that goal of finishing the trail you know I feel proud of myself that I was able to hike both those trails fully so what what do you you know like what do you when you think about your your worst day on the trail on either of the trails was there ever a time when you thought what in God's name have I done? <laughs> and what is the quickest way to motel sex? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah, you know, I did definitely have some breakdowns, crying and like, what is happening? I hate this right now. <laughs> but I knew that it was, I knew that for what it was, like just a hard time, a hard day. And that I knew that, yeah, maybe getting off trail and going to a hotel for a night would be nice to kind of uh reset myself but um and I did do that a few times but (laughs) I just really was not wanting to quit I wanted to keep going and knew that tomorrow was going to be a new day and a better day and just kind of pushing myself forward you know like okay get it get it together Lee (laughs) like I don't know it's kind of amazing that you know if you have a bad day you know like at work in your life you know, um, you just can't quit your job that day. You know, yeah, if you, exactly. it's like if you have a bad day with your best friend, you don't end the relationship. Exactly. And yeah. so I find that there's a huge parallel in just having a bad day on the trail where it's just a bad day. Exactly. You know, and then tomorrow's going to bring a whole new set of adventures and wonders and views and maybe rain or snow. I don't know, but <laughs> it's yeah. going to be different. <laughs> exactly. And that's what you have to focus on. You know, you can't just focus on the bad, like everything else is so great. So, I mean, after all, you are out there seeing yeah. those spectacular views, exactly. not every day, but you're, you know, you're out there experiencing it. So 
Exactly. So what, what keeps drawing you back to these trails? What is the one common denominator that keeps pushing you to get back out there? Um, really just the nature and the mm -hmm. woods, you know, I, on the Appalachian Trail, it's the green tunnel. There's something amazing about it, seeing all the plants and wildlife out west, you know, the big mountain views. There's something so great about that. Just living in that is like, wow, I live out here. This is my life. So I think that's what draws me to it, just living out in the woods. Is it, is it just like the connection you feel that, you know, like no matter where you are, I mean, you could be in the Himalayas, you could be in the Canadian Rockies, you could be, you know, in the, in the you know, the, the swamps of the deep south. Isn't it the, isn't it like, is it a nature thing for you that it's just, it's just you love nature? Yeah, I think it is. You know, I, there's so many places I want to travel. I, I would do it alone or I would do it with somebody any way I could do it, I would definitely go travel the world. Um, I do enjoy the social aspect of the trail, you know, meeting different people. But, yeah, all in all, it is kind of more the nature experience for me. So there's not anything um, like, you know, you're you're not a lost soul looking for searching no. for. <laughs> no, yeah, you know, yeah, people... Not, you're not broken. <laughs> no. yeah. I just love nature. Yeah, people ask me that too. They're like, tell me something inspirational. I'm like, I don't know. I just like hiking. Like, that's it. It's, it's <laughs> almost like the Forrest Gump moment, you know, when the guy <laughs> yeah. comes up to Forrest and he goes, why do you... Why have you ran for, for I don't know, why do you run for like yeah. three years or something like that? And Forrest <laughs> so, goes, I just like running. Yeah. <laughs> you That's know, it's exactly like, how I feel. You don't hike for cause. <laughs> you don't hike because there's a greater purpose. There's, It's just because you, it's like, I don't know, for me, it's just that connection with nature that empowers exactly. me to be a better person, you know? Yeah, and people have asked me to, like, to hike for something or whatever, and it's like, no, like I just want to focus on. <laughs> I just want to see butterflies. Yeah, like I don't, I don't feel like I could dedicate myself to another cause and the trail. It's like I just want to dedicate myself to the trail and hike on it every day. So. Right, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. What do you think is there um, other than like the what we had talked about uh, before we started the podcast was the common denominator that the Appalachian Trail and the Pacific Crest Trail has, and that's just the beauty of nature, just the beauty of each each trail, each part of that trail gave you something different or gave you something new mm -hmm. each day, correct? Oh yeah. And so when you was there was there a specific difference in planning for the AT than there was planning a hike on the Pacific Crest Trail? Um well for the Appalachian Trail I was uh, not as prepared. I just didn't know what I was getting myself into, I guess. Did you have to be that prepared for the AT? I guess you didn't. No, you know, you figure things out as you go. The and trail teaches you pretty quick. Exactly. I remember looking at a bunch of forums and blogs and stuff, and everybody has different opinions, and I just decided to take what I had and figure things out along the way, and that's what I did, and it was great. And that's what I did for the PCT, too. Really, the only planning you need is financials. So I just was like, all right, this and state, a, I'm and going. And some water. Water is kind of important out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's but, also, but But the, the, you make such a great point is that, you know, the realization that you didn't actually really need to, to plan it to that degree. Exactly. That, yeah. that most people um, are under the assumption that they need to cross all their teeth and dot their eyes before they get out there. Yeah. And 
you know, a lot of people focus on the gear and the food and everything, which is important, mm -hmm. but that is really easy to figure out along the way. Mm -hmm. But what you need to anticipate is the mental aspect of like, you know, how do you feel about hiking every day and, you know, <laughs> not being in a bed and, you know. Practically being homeless outside of what you have on your back. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. yeah, it's tough physically too. And yeah. Just, preparing yourself for that well i would say that the the mental aspect is is really the key and we talked before we started in the podcast is that it's a drastic lifestyle change oh yeah <laughs> you know i mean you are literally changing everything you know to be true and comfortable to everything you're not going to be comfortable with mm -hmm. um you know and i think that's that's a lot that's has to do with expectations of the trail you know like when you're watching somebody else's YouTube video, yeah, and it's bright and sunny, and they're sitting watching, you know, the sunset. It may not be bright and sunny when you're at that yeah, same place, exactly. And so you know, you have some you have some expectations of the trail, and I I think that you know sometimes um, you can get caught up in other people's adventures, mm -hmm. and really you're out there to create your own adventure. Yeah, and so I think some for me. Personally, it was a huge, my, my expectations of the trail changed the second I got out of the car when I was dropped off at Amakalola. <laughs> yeah. I was dropped off in a thunderstorm oh. and there was nobody there. And I was the first one to sign the book. <laughs> and, you know, like after everything I've read, seeing there's going to be hundreds of people there, a party, and blah, blah, blah. And like, so how did that change for you? Like your expectations versus the reality of, of your hike in both cases? Um... Yeah, I guess um, my yeah my expectations were kind of thrown out the window also <laughs> at the beginning. You know, I did have good weather and whatnot, but I ended up going faster than I thought I would go. And people thought I was crazy, like, why are you hiking 15 miles a day? And then I was just in good physical shape before that, and I've been practicing a lot, like hiking a lot with a pack on day hikes. And so, you know, I'd send myself all these mail drops and then I didn't need a lot of them. So <laughs> that was kind of tough. But also, I guess um, I was expecting to like make up, make friends, you know, be with a lot of people to begin with. Like it'd be really fun, like making friends and I wouldn't be alone. But I was alone a lot more than I thought I was going to be. And, you know, the trail... I did make friends along the way, and that was really great. And I hiked with a group almost the whole time, but I was alone a lot too. But that was great, you know. I wasn't expecting that, you know. I thought I was always going to have a friend, but I liked hiking by myself and being by myself. And so, yeah, that's something I learned about myself, I guess, on the trail. It's yeah. funny how the trail can, you know inadvertently teach you so much about yourself that you didn't even realize you didn't know like yeah, you just exactly. you didn't even realize you needed to figure out yeah exactly <laughs> but that's a beautiful thing about it what um so what what advice would you give to somebody who's you know thinking about you know I'm going to go hike the Appalachian Trail in 2018 or you no know, I mean what if you could sit down and give them that magic moment I know what I would do but what would you do what would you tell them I would tell them, go for it. Like, if it's even a, you know, a tiny thought in your mind, it's like, it's always going to be there if you don't do it now or if you don't try now, 
then you won't get the, you might not get the chance for a long time. Like, just do it. Get out there and try and absolutely you'll find that you learn things about yourself and that you might really love it you might really hate it too but that's okay you know just (laughs) you'll just beat yourself up if you don't at least try and yeah it does take work you know I had to quit my job and you know quit my apartment and, and you know move out sell a lot of stuff but I made it work and I'm really glad I did and I don't think anybody regrets hiking a long distance trail or or section hiking or whatever. So, yeah, you know, get out there and do it. <laughs> I think that's great that, you know, you've been able to, um, you know, we talk, we talk about trust the trail a lot. And I think that's great that, you know, through both trails now, you've been able to still stay connected to the outdoors by now you're working at Mountain Crossings. You yeah. get to see people all the time. you got the trail next door. Yeah, literally. it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for those who want to know, we're actually recording has. our podcast next door to the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, it goes well, right through here. The, yeah, right. Maybe about six feet to six the right. Six feet to the yeah. right. We're looking at a white blaze on the door of my apartment. <laughs> right. Uh, in Star Crunch's apartment. So I think so, you've, done, you've been able to stay connected pretty well. Yeah, I can't get away. Yeah. <laughs> So what do you, just one last question that I'm actually really interested in is obviously you had, uh, you know, some pre-notions of of what you would come out from the other end of both of these trails, both together and separately, um, and kind of like what you would take away from them. But what has realistically been the one thing that you now have a lasting impression of? Is it is it the beauty? Is it the people? Is it what it taught uh, you? It's all those things, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, the beauty, the pe- definitely people. There's so many great friend, lasting friendships that I've made that will last a lifetime, um, and a lifestyle. Like just knowing that I can get by with uh, very little. You know, I used to have a lot of clothes and nice stuff you know back in Atlanta but I'm really happy just with simple things and simple lifestyle and maybe not working a glamorous job you know that pays really well but that I'm happier this way I guess living more simply is kind of what I've taken away and you don't need to really you don't need a lot of gear to to hike either of the trails, do you? Exactly, yeah. Just one of one of each thing. That's right. <laughs> right. Right. But it does, you know, once you hike a trail, you do, you know, get really interested in gear and end up buying some more. But yeah, but it, don't you <laughs> think? Inevitable. But don't you think? Don't you think it's gear? I mean, the lesson is that it's gear that fits your lifestyle on the trail. Yeah. You know, because there's definitely a lifestyle on the trail. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm like, so we just talked about today, Ryan and I were just talking about, like, how we left sleeping under a tarp with not a tent because it fits our, it fits our lifestyle with oh, our dogs. Yeah. And uh-huh. so, like, gear you start out with isn't necessarily the gear that you end up with because exactly. you yeah, see you your lifestyle, you, like. you figure out your yeah. lifestyle. So, um, that's one of the things that we stress a lot is that don't get caught up in all that gear in the beginning because odds are exactly you're going to be changing out that gear in the in yeah. the middle of your trail start with what you have and then just figure things out as you go yeah <laughs> that's what i did trust yeah. the trail it will teach you exactly. what you need to know exactly yeah <laughs> very cool awesome so, 
So there you have it. That is Lee and our interview with her. Thank you so much for for talking with us and inspiring our listeners. Yeah, thank y'all. Great talking with you. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So uh, when's your next trail? Uh, Good question. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of want to do maybe some shorter trails first, like the Long Trail or the Colorado Trail. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. (laughs) Living each day as it comes. Very, very cool, man. (laughs) Well, we're glad that you're here, and we're glad that you were able to talk to us, man, for sure. Yeah, thank you. So thank you so much, Lee, for uh, sitting down and talking uh, with us. We had a great, great time. Lee is located right on the Appalachian Trail in Mountain Crossing. He's the first 30 miles, and we are uh, the whole interview took place within feet of the AT, so that was kind of <laughs> exciting. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. Uh, really, really, really want to wish everybody a great and uh, happy new year. We really hope 2018 is your year to get outdoors and explore, have fun. Uh, thank you so much for supporting us this year in 2017. In the meantime, if you want to check out our website and comment on this post and tell Lee uh, hello, that would be great. Otherwise, check out our YouTube uh, channel, The Backpacker TV, or you can support us on Patreon so we can keep providing this content for you guys. Uh, really, really super appreciate that, and we will see you on the trail in 2018. Yeah, Happy New Year, you guys. Bye. Bye.